0: Well, there are many industries feeling the squeeze tonight due to the border blockade in Windsor, from food to medical supplies and others, but none more so than the automotive industry, perhaps. And joining me now is Flavio Volpe, president of the Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association. Thanks for taking the time. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: How fast and how far wide has this impact been?
1: Um, so fast is 24 hours, really, maybe 36 to 48 in some cases, Uh, far wide is the entire uh, sector, uh, 95% of which is located in a 400-kilometer corridor that comes from that bridge to uh, the east side of Toronto. You know, we make parts and vehicles in a just-in-time principle. You're going to make a car in in, uh, Michigan and seats come in from London, Ontario. You know, they might need uh, 2,000 seats a day uh, and so you make them and you send them over and they get delivered at, uh, uh, at the time of the shift. Maybe you build in 24 hours of contingency, but anything more than that, we don't build them and warehouse them and see who shows up or who wants a seat. And so um, a few dozen um, anti-government. Uh, people uh, who have absconded uh, the, you know, this, this, uh, what was initially, you know, some sympathy for unvaccinated truckers uh, have closed the most important bridge in North America and absolutely shut down the auto sector, both in Ontario uh, and in Michigan. And they're probably proud of themselves. uh, uh, But I don't think they realize uh, that what they've done here is, uh, has now turned hundreds of thousands of people against them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you, I was looking at some of the vehicles today. It's amazing. Many of those vehicles, the SUVs, the pickups, were probably built with that same cross-border flow of trade, that they're parked in front of the bridge.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think what's important, the other thing that uh, that, uh, you're articulating there is that these aren't big rigs that are blocking the bridge. This This is a... you know, a few dozen idiots uh, with uh, pickup trucks that were made by people in the town that they've just crippled. Uh, a couple of Hyundai Tucsons. I uh, think we're giving the message here around the world that uh, you could disrupt the, the most important part of uh, this region's economy uh, with um, with uh, a whole bunch of determined people who are willing to cut off their nose to spite their face and um, you know, uh, a slow show of leadership by the by the uh, by, the authorities that uh, should and could get them off the bridge. You know, if you and I, Ben, were in a car and we pulled over on uh, we, we we stopped in the middle lane of a major highway, uh, they'd clear us out. Uh, if we did that on a border crossing, uh, any number of the border crossings up and down uh, the 49th parallel, you'd get the CBSA on one side and Homeland Security on the other side, and we'd be moved rather quick. the 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 thing that's surprising a lot of people is not the audacity to do something so brain dead, but that the fact that they're still there.
0: We're asking that question of a security next expert in our next half hour, so stay tuned for that because it's a great question. Um, yeah. Flavio, who's getting hurt by this? I mean, it, it, uh, obviously the answer is workers, but, but how many and how badly
1: could it get? So, so I represent uh, a few hundred companies that employ uh, just over 100,000 direct workers. They won't be working tomorrow about 40,000 people that make cars in Ontario won't be working tomorrow. And then the actual working truckers, the thousands of truckers that uh, pick up our goods and bring them across the border and back and forth won't be working. Uh, I, uh, uh, you know, the whole, there's probably another 50 to a hundred thousand people that service the industry directly, uh, won't be working tomorrow. And then just multiply that by, uh, two, uh, and, uh, uh, you'll know what's happening on the Michigan side of the border. You know, we've heard from uh, the state government in uh, Michigan or heard from the White House today. You know, everybody's asking uh, me the same question of, uh, you know, uh, what's the impact and how quickly can we clear? I can answer the first one. But, um, you know, I have a different job in law enforcement. I'm asking the answer of the second one.
0: I just have about a minute and a bit left. I w- wanted to know for the rest of the listeners out there, what the impact could be on the average consumer as this filters its way through the system.
1: Well, very importantly, uh, you know, I'm focused on cars, but the but two thirds of what comes across that border are agricultural goods, uh, non-perishable food items, perishable food items, uh, medical supplies, everything that's on the shelves at your local grocer or your local general store. And so, um, this is a group of people that uh, railed against uh, what they called uh, um, extraordinary inflation and, uh, and tried to pretend that the shelves were empty. They're actually causing that now. And we're going to see that even if it were to uh, clear up tomorrow. Um, we're going to see at the very least a real blip in uh, prices and supplies in everything that we import from the U.S. Um, uh, over the next uh, week or so. If this thing lasts a week. I mean, God forbid it lasts a week. Uh, you know, there's going to be health to pay in every single sector in central Canada. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it does trickle across the country. You know, a lot of the stuff that we make is based on petrochemicals that we get uh, from the West. And we turn them into plastic parts. I mean, no one's making those orders because we can't send them anywhere.
0: Flavio Volpe, president of the Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association. Thank you so much for your time tonight.
1: Thank you for having me.